0: This is the afternoon. <laughs> Good afternoon. I'm your host, Joy Taylor. A funny thing happened. I have had a lot of requests for uh, more stories about Dean's renovations. So I have a few, a few more <laughs> I could add. Uh, I don't know how he feel, quite feels about this, but here we go. So we just moved into this little single fronted cottage in Prospect. And I think I told you in one of the stories how he knocked out the kitchen wall and the Greek family next door used to (laughs) wave at us and call us over for breakfast. That was fun. They were really nice. But something else happened in that kitchen that's even more unbelievable than him knocking out the tin kitchen wall. So I was pregnant with our first daughter, Gypsy, and I was about to go to hospital and in my head I actually did think if I go to a hospital to have a baby who knows what he will do I I really it really was a concern and then I thought look I've got too many things to else to worry about having a baby one of them so let's not worry about what he might do while I'm in the hospital so this is gypsy is 42 so this is quite a while ago and when you went into hospital then they just let you stay as long as you want and uh Uh, So I went into hospital, had beautiful gypsy and uh, that was pretty cool actually apart from having her because um, on the, I think it was the second day in hospital, a film crew came in took photos of her for the paper and things like that because dean was a bit of a celebrity in adelaide on the kids show anyway she was in the paper and i will put that photo on instagram on a funny thing happened podcast so you can see it yeah it was pretty good being in hospital because i made friends with a really lovely nurse and disney and uh, she just took great care of us and the food was fantastic because yeah, I'm not a very good cook, so the hospital food was really great. And I just stayed and stayed. I didn't want to go home. And uh, and then I think it got, to, I think it got to like over a week. And I'd learnt to bath the baby, and I'd learnt all the things I had to know, you know, about breastfeeding and all that stuff. So uh, they came to me probably the eighth day and said, "Look, you really should go home." Actually, a bit worried about going home because I just thought I just had this got a feeling that Dean had probably done something to the nursery that I'd done up or you know I just had this feeling anyway finally did go home with the baby and I did ha- have to climb into the Suzuki that he renovated and I had her we didn't even have a baby basket I put her on a sling strapped in on the front of me with a seat belt which is just horrifying to think of now but that's just what everybody did and and even if people had a baby basket it wasn't it was just laying on the back seat so anyway we got home and I, I walked in I, I thought oh, it's nice to be home and I went into the baby's room into gypsy's room and it was still the same I'd I'd painted it all the walls were all bright yellow and I remember I painted the fireplace red enamel I can't even believe I did that to that beautiful wooden fireplace now but you know that's that's what I wanted then so her room was all really bright colors and walked out into the kitchen and about a quarter of the kitchen floor was missing like gone. <laughs> I mean, I guess I was kind of expecting it, but just the same here I was with a new baby and the last thing you want in your house is a dirt floor. So, you know, Dean's all proud of himself again. And I'm mean, why? Why have you cut out? I have to explain. So the kitchen was quite big. And when I say a quarter, if you divided a room into four and you cut out the right hand back corner, that was gone. And there was dirt where he'd cut out, <laughs> he'd cut it out. Anyway, I'm there, why have you done this? I don't know if I, can, I don't know if I can do I don't think I want to know. Anyway, he had a plan and his plan was that he was going to tile the bottom of it. He just hadn't had time. He hadn't got round to it. And so it was just open with dirt. It was apparently split level and his uncle Brian had found a stove. I'm pretty sure that fell off the back of the truck. And, uh, it was, a, it was a new stove and it was at waist height. So to get it at waist height, he had to dig down. and oh, None of this makes sense to me, so it probably won't make sense to you, but he had to, <laughs> to dig down a foot for the stove to be at waist height. But when I stepped down into the what I called the pit of, of doom, when I stepped down into it, it, it wasn't level. It wasn't level with your waist, the, the stove anyway. So he could have just left it as as it was. So it was on this bench. Oh, and here's another great thing that happened. Our friend Phil Carey had a friend whose father worked in a funeral parlor. No, not a funeral parlor. He used to carve the marble headstones and somehow they'd got hold of a piece of marble, which Dean had said to me he was getting hold of a piece of marble so that I could roll out pastry and, and things like that to cook on. But on one side of it was in gold letters was some Italian man's name like like Giovanni Panagiotopoulos or something (laughs) it spelled it wrong so they had got a free piece of marble and we had that in the kitchen as well so that's part of it which i kind of think that's funny actually to have somebody's tombstone on our kitchen counter we turned it up the other way so i could actually use the marble so that was good but um the pit the pit was just it was just hideous anyway i said to i said to dean look we've just bought a brand new baby home i really don't think we can just have a dirt floor i i think that's against the hospital Rules, and he goes. I oh, know I'm going to fill it in, and I go. Well, I think you need to fill it in sooner than later. I mean, you know, it's just hideous. It was, it was just awful. So I went again, went out for the day, took the baby out to show everybody, and while I was gone, he got to work, the artist that he is, and did another gowdy pro- project where he had been collecting bottles, all kinds of bottles, mostly green. I don't know where he got those green bottles, but he had somehow had them cut. If you can imagine the bottom of a bottle, it's got an indentation. So he had got all these bottles and marbles called tombolas. They were big, big marbles. He'd found them. And he had some, I, honestly, I don't even know how he did this, but he had, he had just put them into the dirt floor. So instead of the tiles that I wanted, I was thinking, you know, nice square tiles that any any nice square tiles would have been good anyway he i came home quite late with the baby and uh walked into the kitchen and there was this floor in the bit that had been cut out and 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 you know no no council approval no Nothing, nothing like that. Just he'd just done this and the floor was just these upside down bottles with marbles and it just looked awful. It looked awful, but it but it did match the wall, the brick wall out the front. So that was something good about it. Anyway, I said to Dean, I think I think that's gonna be a bit slippery, like uh, if we spill anything, or he goes, Oh well do you, you just have to be really careful? So for months I was using that stove with the you know tombstone. Tombstone, tombstone, and uh, I can't even believe this. I'm even telling this story. He never boarded up all the side bits, so that, that still looked into underneath the house, so so any creepy crawlies could come in. But so that was the floor. He was really proud of that. But what happened? <laughs> I don't even know how long it was into it I think it must have been about six months we'd had that awful floor I could I literally could not clean it I would get down on my hands and knees and wipe all the bottles out and wipe the marbles but around was like just cement it was just uncleanable and then one day I was cooking soup and I knocked the saucepan the whole lot went into the just went everywhere into the the sides that weren't boarded up, into the bottles. The <laughs> it was hideous, and I just thought I just can't do this anymore. <laughs> I started to cry because I thought I just can't do this. It's awful. We've got this lovely little cottage, and there's this. You know, it's just awful. <laughs> so, Dean was at work. He was working at Channel Nine at that at that point as a as a host on the kids show, and so he was gone all day and I then decided that I would call my friends Greek brothers my friend Tula had a couple of brothers that were in concrete and I just called them I said look I literally if you can't come and do this today I don't know what I'm going to do I think I'm just going to leave <laughs> and they came straight away and they cemented over the bottles which was fantastic so that was done at least so now I had a cement floor tomato soup and all by the way that was still in the <laughs> still in the thing with the cement so now I had I at least had that so I was quite happy that I had that cement floor that was um so much better but as long as we lived there we had that cement floor but we still that's the side bits around it were never boarded up so yeah that was fun anyway that was that was that job that he did then he had a great idea of um building a bookcase over the bathroom door and the bathroom was off of the kitchen. So he was gonna build a sliding bookcase that would hide the bathroom <laughs> hide the bathroom door. I think he got halfway through that. But the other renovation project that he did, before we got married, I collected all sorts of things from you know secondhand shops and wherever I could because I, I just loved old things like old stained glass windows and old tiles and things like that so I had been collecting for quite a while I had this beautiful little stained glass window about two feet by two feet and it had a lovely cedar edge around it which I had sandblasted back to original and it was really beautiful and I I thought I might at some point we might build a back door and we'd put it in the back door and it'd look really pretty but Dean after the disaster of the kitchen oh he didn't say anything by the way when he came home and saw the cement he didn't say anything he didn't even say I'm glad you did that or I can't believe you cemented (laughs) over my bottles he just he just looked at me like oh well there's another thing that I've done that you've ruined (laughs) So anyway, the next project he did was we had, we had a driveway with a garage that looked like an old barn. I, it was probably my favourite part of the house actually because it really did look like a lovely old barn. Just had a tin roof. And it had uh, barn doors that opened out. So when you drove the Suzuki in with its wooden roof, when you drove the Suzuki in, you literally, literally had to get out and open those doors and then drive in, which was, it was great. It was a great little garage. We had those doors open most of the time. Anyway, Dean said to me, I'm going to draw up a plan for your little stained glass window so I thought the fact that he had a plan was really great and uh, I went along with that because I thought no this this sounds good he did a drawing did a great drawing of the um, uh, of this little veranda he wanted to build on the garage on the barn on the barn garage anyway he did a drawing and he and it, it looked beautiful it looked like a little German window with a little peak roof that was going to sit on top of the little veranda that he was building on the garage so he started off on the weekend he went off and he bought cedar shakes you know the the old cedar tiles for the roof I love that I thought that would look really cute on the barn doors above that he bought uprights like posts and he he looked like he had it all right he'd done a great drawing so he started to build it and he was all weekend building this little veranda and I come out and I would think it actually looks really good it's really cute it's going it's going to look really great then he put on the little uh window which he put the window into just this little thing that he'd built that had a little peak roof on it and it really looked it really looked cute. I was so happy with it. And then that night when he he, that was the whole weekend that he did that and then that night when he went to drive the Suzuki in, he went to open the barn doors and they didn't open all the way because because they hit the new veranda roof. (laughs) Oh my god. Anyway For some reason, I thought this was hilarious. And i thought, oh, well, we'll just have to park the Suzuki in the street, which we did. Oh, that's right. Eventually, he took off the barn doors because, you know, the veranda was so low. And he thought, if I take off the barn doors, that maybe that will help and we'll be able to uh, drive the Suzuki and so I took off the lovely barn doors but he went to drive the Suzuki in and it just hit the veranda anyway but we kept that veranda it looked really cute and we just had to park the car on the road so <laughs> but, but it didn't really matter because where he drilled holes into the side of the car was going rusty anyway so it wasn't a new car anymore anyway <laughs> and I have another renovation story which happened we we actually had bought that cottage in Prospect and we sold it and we moved into a little cottage in Sydney in Atchison Street in Crow's Nest. And it was a great little cottage. And we'd because Sydney was so much more expensive, we'd gone halves with our friends, Steve and Michelle, and they lived in the barn out the back. The, this little single front of cottage had a barn on the back, a stable. It was fantastic. When I think about it now, I wish we'd just um, bought the whole thing and moved into that stable and knocked the house down because the house was a shithole. <laughs> anyway. okay when you're young you don't mind living in that kind of stuff but what happened was they had a dog basil and he was a big dog he was a beautiful dog but he was a very big dog and he would poop everywhere in the back garden like the garden wasn't very big anyway it was just in between the barn and the old cottage was just it was just cemented and it wasn't it wasn't very big at all yeah he he was a lovely dog but he would jump all over you and gypsy didn't like him humping her and yeah it wasn't very nice but he he was he was a sweet dog this is like a normal big dog and uh anyway what happened was Dean said look we should just build a fence in between and that will give us more privacy and it'll be better for all of us really and then the dog can just be in their half of the yard and then we can get a little dog or a cat so we decided to do that anyway Dean had a friend at Hanna-Barbera whose husband built furniture and built fences and whatever so he's a nice guy so Dean actually got in touch with him and said would you build a-, a fence in between the two places so I forget his name Alan or something like that we'll call him Alan so anyway uh, Alan said can you do a drawing so Dean did a drawing and being a cartoonist everything he ever draws is over exaggerated and I didn't think about this and I guess Dean didn't think about this either he did a drawing and this guy who was a perfectionist measured everything to scale so that the hinges literally on the hinges on the gate of the fence were about had to be 18 inches long they were really big hinges we didn't know this we didn't know any of this and then uh, Alan came to Dean and said um you know it's really hard getting hold of those hinges and Dean said why because Dean's thinking the hinges will be about four or five inches and he's there, well they're just bigger than normal and Dean goes oh well, okay just do do your best even if it's close and Alan said well you know the the fence, the gate will be so heavy; it will need big hinges, anyway. The next thing, a pile of wood showed up—so much wood, we ha- had to bring it all in through the barn. It was just the biggest pile of wood, and I kept saying to Dean, "That looks like an awful lot of wood for a little fence." And Dean's there, "Oh, it'll be fine. It'll be fine." Once again, we go away so that Alan can just work on it, and we don't have to be there to see it all. And we come home. <laughs> And I will never forget coming out of our back door and literally because it was a small backyard, you walked out and four feet in front of you was a wall, a, a, a wooden wall <laughs> with a huge wooden gate with huge wooden hinges and I just stood there. <laughs> I just started to laugh and then I went, Kong, 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 Kong. It was a an- It was ridiculous. It it had to have been seven foot high with the biggest gate and the biggest lock and, you know, there's no way that we were going to see that poor dog next door. You couldn't see anything, couldn't even see the barn. But because Alan had done it all to Dean's specifics, then we had this uh, fence and if I remember correctly, it cost us more than the house. (laughs) Anyway, that's that story. So they're my renovating stories for today. I think, I think I'm think i pretty much done with that, <laughs> with all the renovating stories that are memorable. And uh, so I'll sign off. I hope you enjoyed this episode of A Funny Thing Happened. Thanks again, Ginger Taylor, for the artwork. Thanks, Hannah Brunnecki, for the beautiful intro and outro music. And I will talk soon because we're in lockdown. I'll probably make another one before, before too long. Signing out. Bye. Stay well, stay safe, everybody, in lockdown. Bye.